you are giving them an opportunity to make a deposit in your energy. So you can think of energy like a coin, right? When people come into contact with you or you choose to come into contact with people in, in any way, shape, or form, you're allowing that person to make a deposit into your energy and vice versa. Hello, love, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, medium and mentor. Through understanding my energy, intuition, and spirit, I have found the way back home to my soul, unlocking infancy in my life, relationships, building a six-figure business, and manifesting more in my dreams than ever before. I am here to help you deeper understand your intuition, why you're here, and what your soul is calling you to know so you can unlock those codes within you too. So take a deep breath in and let's dive into all things energy now. to have you here with me today. Today we're going to be going back to going through the chakras, um, but what's really interesting is that I'm going to move through this, this session. I like to call these a session. We're in session together. <laughs> we're going to move through this session together where I'm going to invite my guides to come through and to channel about the, sh the, sac the sacral chakra. And why I want to do that is because I've really been taking the time in the last uh, probably three or four weeks to really just look at the, my behaviors and my patterns and, and what's kind of triggering me to do certain things. And from this space of awareness where, or I guess consciousness, where I am so untapped into people's energies at most times, um, I just, I have so many things to share. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> But today the focus is going to be around the sacral chakra. And I'm going to give you some insight as to what um, you need to understand about the sacral chakra before we fully dive into the channel. And before I dive into that, I want to share some things that are really interesting that have shown up for me in the last, honestly, probably last three days. But I'm going to say over the last week, some of it will intertwine with other things. But when I'm working with my one-on-one -on -one clients, something that I, I like to teach them about is when opening up to friends and family about your gifts, about using them, about working with a mentor, um, sharing this with your community, all those different types of things. I always give them the example that um, for those, maybe their extended family, maybe their close family, whatever that ends up being, when someone's approaching you saying, okay, Oh, that's what you've been doing? Do a reading for me right now. When I first started doing this, I was, that was said to me quite a lot by numerous different people for, in numerous different groups. And the thing that I always came back to was, oh, what do you do? Oh, you're a mechanic? Oh, that's cool. So I have a few things wrong on my car right now. Let's go fix that and then I'll do a reading. And they usually go like, oh, mm, uh, I just kind of picked a profession. There's been a few different ones that have come up. But, um, you know, right away they go into this defense. Like, oh, well, I can't just do that. It's like, right, 
that's not what I do either. Even if I'm on a level where I can consciously tap into you just by looking into your eyes, I'm not going to sit here and do that for you, especially when you're approaching me in a way where you don't even really want to hear what I have to say. You're just trying to make a point or a show about the fact that you're calling me out for what I do. Now, here's the thing. If this was a more regular, with air quotations around that type of profession, you wouldn't have people approaching you with like that. But at the same time, there are certain professions out there where people do that to you anyways right? So really what I'm getting at with this is this ended up coming up for me two days ago, actually yesterday at this point. Um, and not only was this person not ready to receive the messages that would have come through for them, but immediately I was put in a position where, um, once again, but at this level, uh, uh, and I say at this level because before when I first started getting into this kind of work and I would be approached with that type of dynamic, I would really cower away and, and kind of oh uh, um, uh, uh, like stammer through my words and either trying to explain or defend myself or whatever the case may be. Now, I no longer do that and I understand fully that it is not my my experience that I need to or it is not up to me to create an experience for you where you believe what I do. If you don't believe, that's okay. You don't have to, but I'm not going to be your medium anyways, right? So when this came to my attention, when this unfolded yesterday, it was really interesting because I was able to immediately decipher between the fact that all the anxiety that I started to feel immediately had actually nothing to do with me being afraid or needing to defend myself or anything of that kind that it was that this person was feeling threatened by what I could do. Not that they were threatened by me, but this person had spent their entire life building up this force field or protect, protected shield essentially from people based on um, very likely things in their childhood. And it wasn't for me to go into their energy at that moment and start telling them all this stuff because that's not what I did. And that's not my right. And I did not have that permission. So I did not do that but I could feel it. But the, the other beautiful thing was that I could also decipher between the fact that that energy that was building up within me was, was not mine. And so I knew immediately that it wasn't about me needing to defend. It was just me need, it was just about me needing to deescalate the situation and not that it got crazier out of hand by any means, but just the fact that I could tell and I could feel that this person was feeling threatened. Um, and for me, it was just about, you know, either giving them the opportunity to, ex to, for me to explain, you know, what it is that I do, or just simply being sarcastic and turning it into a joke because humor was something that I felt that they could have that breakthrough moment for. And it was a really beautiful opportunity for me to really see my availability of my consciousness when put into a position where it could technically um, be threatened, right? Not physically, but emotionally or mentally, right? I used to be someone who was a very shy person and would, you know, cower away from conversations that would create or had any form of conflict. Whereas now I can understand that when these conversations present, it's not about me changing their mind. It's just about me feeling the energy. If I start to feel anxiety knowing that because it's in 
all of a sudden change, that it's not mine, and having the awareness, whereas before, I may likely have panicked or, you know, had to walk away or maybe even cried or something, right? Because of all these feelings that I felt coming up in me so quickly. But being consciously aware of my energy, of my intuition, I was able to understand almost immediately that it had nothing to do with me. And so just as quickly as I figured that out, it was just as quick that it passed, where it almost made me realize that it's so unfortunate and makes me even more grateful to have this podcast to share what I experience in my life and what I do, because in most cases, people would feel this immediate anxiety to, um, you know, to defend themselves, or if food has been a comfort for your whole life, go to eat food, right, to shove down that feeling when it's really just about navigating, understanding, uh, more so deciphering where that energy is coming from in the first place, especially when it's all an all of a sudden shift. So that happened, and it was a really beautiful experience, and in the last week, it's really come to my attention. All these things that I've been wanting deeper clarity on about like how I'm going to handle situations at this level, what it's going to look like when I when I face criticism because it's inevitable. It just kind of always is, but uh, but now facing it where I live, you know, outside of the city, um, about an hour away, and. Uh, we don't really interact with too, too many people uh, unless it's just truly by choice where we're mostly only just going to our friends or to our family's house um, or when we exchange our, uh, my stepdaughter um, with her mom and her boyfriend, right? So these are kind of the only times where we're around other people. Other, like so me and my husband pretty much spend all our time with our kids we will take them to the park but you know what I mean like we pretty much are just secluded in our own little beautiful bubble and it's so nice and it's so peaceful and calming and then going out and integrating in in other circles and, and gatherings and all these types of things um, when I first started doing this work uh, the person who was mentoring me had has a lot of anxiety and um, doesn't leave her property property ever if very very seldom so for me when I started doing this more I had this notion come up where it's like am I going to be able to go out and interact with people and I'm starting to recognize why she stays in her bubble <laughs> um, and also how apparent it is when spirit comes in or just being able to read other people's thoughts and um, not because I'm choosing to read their thoughts but because their energy is projecting so heavily onto me not in any negative way um, but just I can, I can hear their curiosity. I can hear the questions that they want to ask me. And because people have such a difficult time asking um, things that they might feel are very personal or um, they might not fully understand or they might have a curiosity about but a lot of skepticism, skepticism um, or anything to that degree, right? Um, I'm so tapped in that I can feel it and then I hear it. And then I just kind of have to figure out with myself what I'm going to do with it, whether I'm going to like ask them or I'm going to start the conversation or I'm going to walk away, clear the energy and come back. Um, but at this level of consciousness, it's really just so fascinating to be able to be so, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, I want to say like perceptual, but I don't think that's the word whatever, I'm using it anyways, be so perceptual about everything that's happening all the time. So um, if it's not a real word, 
sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I make my own. <laughs> but isn't that how we all have language anyways? Somebody one day decided certain words meant certain things. So here we are. I digress. Uh, anyways, where I'm going with all of this is I haven't really shared a lot about me opening up um, to channeling. I just started talking about the fact that I was channeling and these deeper divine messages were coming through and haven't really talked too much about um, any of that type of stuff. And so I want to talk more openly about it because not only do I know that I'm not the only person experiencing this now, finally, um, I knew that there was more people out there, but it wasn't very apparent. And now because of everything going on in the world right now and this spiritual uh, warfare, if you will, um, that's not to invoke fear. It's just kind of conscious, um, perceptual understanding. There's my word again. <laughs> um, just knowing that there are truly so many other people out there who are either fully tapped into their energy, their consciousness, their spirits, um, or those who are just awakening, or even those who are not awakening, but feeling it on a deeper level and are going to soon be diving into wanting to understand for themselves. I realize that there are so many people out there and that being in the position that I'm in and cultivating the community that I have and having you here listening to all of this, um, you may even have taken away some of the things about, you know, in conflicts in conversations or, um, and having those all of a sudden energy shifts. Sometimes it is due to your fear of, of what's being said or fear of how they're going to react. But most times, if you're approaching the conversation relatively clear uh, and those all of a sudden shifts come through, it's because now you're picking up on their energy, especially if you start to see their dynamic shift and they're wanting to defend themselves even more in depth and, and you know, getting, um, not to say that this person in my circumstance yesterday was aggressive, but it's just the way that it comes across. You know what I'm saying. If you've ever had a conflict with somebody, whether you knew them or not, um, those all of a sudden shifts in your energy that make you immediately feel like you need to defend yourself when you weren't doing anything before that, it's you picking up on their energy, right? So um, as I open up to this, I do want to be a light at the end of the tunnel for helping you to deeper understand these things because no matter where you are in this journey, know that you are not behind. Know that you're not going to um, fall behind or be left behind or whatever that may look like for you just because you're not fully tapped into your intuition. And you don't need to tap into your intuition to do what I do or to channel messages or anything of that sort. Uh, it's more so just about the fact that we have this incredible magical ability within us always that is guiding and governing our our physical reality. And in whatever you are dreaming and desiring, there is a paradigm, a version of you that exists, that or of that that exists. And the only way to truly get there, if even fast track, not that it's about speeding up time to get there, but it's truly just about the fact that the belief um, needs to be there, the vibration needs to be there, and then you become, through action, the person, the version of you that will um, experience that reality. And then it all truly just shows up for you. It just shows up in your lap, right? And, and getting started in all of this from the very beginning, it was because I made a choice that I wanted to do something different and that I wanted to be an example of what else was possible and not even really knowing what that meant. But it just in that decision alone, everything fell into my lap, right? The course to become a certified medium, the referrals to eventually realize that I could build a business out of this, right? It all just became clear through decision. And 
uh, again, it's not about you necessarily needing to go out and build a business, but your intuition is this incredible magical um, force within you, if you will. And it helps you in so many ways, in, in every way, in truly every way. And if I can share through this podcast more ways for you to be able to connect and understand and all those types of things and be a light or an inspiration for you to take that time to really tune in, then I am doing my job and that's all that truly matters to me. And so I think next week I will share more about how I got into channeling, what that's like, who I'm connecting with. Um, And I really just want to break down the walls of fear around this work. A lot of times, um, people's biggest fear is connecting to um, the devil or negative entities or things to that degree when that's not the case. Um, it's reality because there is duality in everything, right? There is light, there is dark, there is love, there is, you know, not so good things. But in in a vibration of love, when doing things from a place of purity and curiosity and, and knowing how to connect um, in a protected and shielded manner and a grounded and and having all these understandings to be able to do it for yourself in your own way then you're fine you're perfectly fine right just like how we know that when we leave the house every day there is you know essentially a 50% chance that we get hit by a car but that doesn't mean that we go out thinking about that all the time now there are people who do right but it's likely that if you're listening to this that's probably the furthest thing if from the front of from your conscious mind right you you go out knowing that that's the risk but so you're aware of it but you go and do your life do your things do your life live your life anyways right so same with energy right you understand that those things exist but they're not a part of your your present your present focus your present consciousness your your experience because uh, one you're also likely just opening up and if you've been doing it for a while then you definitely know what I'm talking about but if you are just opening up your energy or you are uh, curious about being more intuitive or learning more about it know that it's just it's there but it doesn't mean that it's going to always be something that you're going to be connected to right this isn't the things that I share from you this isn't devil's work Right. And the only reason I say it like that is because I had a couple of people messaging me or emailing me, um, you know, explaining about the Bible and, and not that they were projecting that, but that that was their understanding thus far. So I felt like it was important to address these things and to continue to address them along the way, um, because energy is something that is this incredibly miraculous, beautiful, divine power that we all have within us. I am not some special person who can do this stuff. We all have the capability of doing it. And um, yeah, I think I'll leave that one for next week when I go into the solar plexus chakra. So this week, uh, let's chat about the sacral chakra and why I want to talk about the sacral chakra this week and why I want to go through these seven chakras is because they are this energy source within us that is governing a different element or aspect of our life, of our being. And when you understand these things, whether it's on a surface level or on an in-depth level, you bring more conscious awareness naturally to your life. Now, with the sacral chakra, there is the two archetypes, the positive archetype being the emperor or the empress, and the negative archetype being the martyr. 
And in this particular space, this one sits right around your navel. It's uh, acknowledged as an orange glowing circle of light. And it is the space that governs your emotions, your creativity, your sensuality, um, and those types of things. Now, when your sacral chakra is in balance, you are the emperor, the empress of your realm, of your experience, of your reality. You are fully in a space of looking at and observing your emotions as they come through. You are willing to release them. You're in a creative flow in most of your day-to-day -day life. This doesn't mean it has to be every day 100%, but in a, in a balanced state, this is typically what it looks like. Um, you you don't have issues with your sexuality or um, you know pleasure in whether it's with yourself or with a partner. And you're really in this space of just owning the fact that you are in control of your being. I feel like for me, and in, in my opinion with the sacral chakra, that when you have a balanced space, you're very much in control of your life because you understand that there isn't a lot of emotions from other people um, really governing your space. And I'm gonna share a takeaway from one of my clients where we did a lot of sacral chakra clearing um, in a Reiki session. But in this space, you're, you're truly the emperor, the empress of your life. You live life by your design. You are very, very little, if ever, worried about what other people are thinking or saying. When you're having difficult conversations or emotional conversations, you're deciphering between what is your energy and what is theirs. You are creative in your ability to play throughout the day and, and incorporate different elements of play in, in your life and in your world. And... And pleasure isn't something that you're chasing or you're seeking or you're feeling disconnected from. It's just there when, whenever you, you want it or you feel called to it. Uh, but pleasure doesn't always have to be a sexual thing. It can also be the pleasure that you experience just being, right? Playing. It's very much one with creativity. And in this space, you truly just feel. You just feel everything. I have no other better way of explaining that other than that you just feel. And it is the most truly divine experience. I always attribute it to being able to just be present whether I'm gardening and I'm receiving my downloads or I'm playing with my children outdoors and we're on the bikes or we're playing with the toys and I'm just feeling so happy and not having issues with my partner from past relationships or future of worries or anything like that coming up and we are just together and it's a really incredible experience because for the first time in my life and it took me I'm 28 now it took me almost 27 years to get here a little bit more than 27 years so really truly feeling whole in my life and feeling happy and that's not something that everyone can say we don't have some big huge house or some big fancy cars or anything like that we have one bedroom for our three children at this time and it's okay like we're happy it's 
we're not worried about keeping up with the Joneses or what others have that we don't. We just take care of our things in our life and we build and we plan according to what we want. And I feel and attribute a lot of the ability to have this perception and be in the conscious state that I am is the fact that we are outside of the city. So we're outside of being immersed with everybody else's energy all the time. It's an hour drive to get to the city. So we have that time to decompress and really just be and enjoy the scenery and my husband might argue with me on this one because I tend to do a lot of work when we're driving <laughs> but I'm a lot more consciously aware of how much time I'm spending doing my work and really just taking at least half of the trip to the city to be present in the vehicle and have those conversations if not the whole time or allocating you know what drives I'm going to do work depending on what I have going on and it's a really beautiful experience it really truly is and I would wish this experience upon absolutely everyone because I am free I am absolutely free. I am the empress of my reality and it only shifts and changes and transforms into even more incredible opportunities from here. And if going out and building a business isn't your thing, you can still take this balance in your sacral chakra and, and dive into that sacral chakra and look at that experience from the past. I'm going to go into the negative archetype in a moment because you'll understand this more in depth. But um, you just, you have freedom, you open up creativity, you're more willing to take action moving into the solar plexus, right? You don't have emotional stigmatisms um, holding on to you. And um, I'll share with you what one of my beautiful, beautiful clients said to me. So we, I did a Reiki, a distant Reiki session for her uh, probably it would have been Tuesday of last week. So about five or six days ago, now we're Sunday. So almost seven days ago. Anyways, six days ago. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. So we did a lot of clearing in the sacral chakra. There was a lot of projections from mom and dad and sisters. There was a lot of projection of emotional, um, uh, reliance, like people, using her as emotional stability throughout her life um, consciously and unconsciously that was really held up in this space and I had to look at it or I guess I should say that I got shown to look at it this way when you come in contact with people you are giving them an opportunity to make a deposit in your energy so you can think of energy like a coin right when people come into contact with you or you choose to come into contact with people in, in any way, shape, or form, you're allowing that person to make a deposit into your energy and vice versa. It's a really beautiful notion to sit with because it makes you more aware and more accountable to not only how you are as a person, but also how much you're going to allow other people or particular other people, especially if you are letting negative people, um, whether it's just the negative perception or just them neg their negative actions, um, how much you're willing to be around them by taking the notion and thinking of it like, do am I going to allow this person to make a deposit in my energy? Because it's really what it's like. So as I was going through her energy and we were doing, I was doing some clearing. When I do my Reiki sessions, I like to record it because 
Um, not that I don't believe that distant Reiki sessions, people are doing what they say, but I've always just said, how could I do things better? And recording myself as I'm going through your energy, also intuitively, um, out loud, so you can hear all the things, that makes more sense to me. Like, that, that's just how I felt that I could provide an even greater service. And so I go through, and I'm clearing out her energy, and there's so much of that martyr in her. And, and I know her personality. I know that she's a very beautiful, bubbly, loving, caring um, person. But there's all this martyring in her energy where um, you're very down on yourself or very um, quiet because you don't want to upset anyone or um, just a lot of projections from past traumas from not only what she experienced in childhood but, but what parents are experiencing in their relationship dynamic and in their childhood and a lot of this being projected in her energy so we went in and I just cut these cords with Archangel Michael and, and Archangel Metatron and brought in Archangel Raghul for clarity and, and Archangel Raphael for clearing and healing and it was this beautiful orchestration of me working with the angels and, and my intuition called them knew that she, her energy needed them and we called them and we did these clearings and then what she came to share with me five days later was a true testament to how important this making a deposit or allowing people to make a deposit into your energy really is. So what she shared was, wow, you know what I just realized? Since our beautiful Reiki healing session, I have not been beating myself up at all about my body. Honestly, this was one of the biggest things. I was so, so hard on myself literally about everything. And every day this week, I have been waking up and actually feeling so good about myself, honoring my body with good food and 45-minute workouts every day. I truly haven't even had one negative feeling towards my body at all. Wow, this is really huge for me. So grateful. And it truly just was me going in intuitively in her energy, doing the Reiki healing, working with the angels, you know, working to clear out these 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 martyring um, densities in that sacral chakra, and then just releasing it and, and reshielding it. And I only shared some of the things that came up because for whatever reason the recording did not work, but because um, I always record everything and then I send it out to you so you can hear it, but. Um, for whatever reason, this this recording didn't work, and so I only shared some of the things that transpired in that healing, and I really oversighted what what I did, and then to have her come back, and and share something like that, and, and not only share it but feel it and experience it, when that is one of her her biggest, um, I guess, personal issues, if you will, in in her reality is the way that she views her body, and. For her to share that feedback and to experience those things and to have that new perception is a true testament to how important it is to not only who you interact with, who you allow to deposit into your energy, but also who you're willing to deposit into your energy too. Who you're willing to deposit your energy into too. There we go. I heard it. <laughs> right? It's a, it's an exchange of life, right? Life is balance. And when it comes to the sacral chakra, it's about finding that that accountability and that responsibility of transmuting densities, traumas, negative energies from the past that you no longer have control over your past. You can't change it. It just is what it is. 
And whether it's positive or negative, but in this case, acknowledging um, within the martyr archetype negative, that you move yourself out of a victim mentality. You move yourself out of this self out of this disdain by going back and transmuting the experience that you had. You might not be able to change the memory, but you can change the way that you look at that memory, right? Even in the most traumatic of cases, even with my husband dying on the table and my son um, barely making it into his surgery or my daughter when she was born flatlining after two hours old. I don't even think she was two hours at that point, right? Those traumatic experiences, I took the self-accountability and responsibility of going back and transmuting the trauma from them so that when I saw them and when I think of them, I don't have a negative emotional reaction. I don't go into a space of of depression. I look at it for what it taught me instead. And I love that experience so much more because it gives me a deeper appreciation of life and what it holds. And even beyond that, I think what I'll go into next time is more about fear, but we need pain in this life because pain allows you to be able to feel what true, pure love is really like. If you didn't know what you had, if you didn't know what a negative feeling or pain felt like, you wouldn't truly understand how to be grateful for the beautiful things that do show up in your life or do unfold in your life or or whatever that looks like. We need pain. Humans need pain. Our mind, our consciousness, it needs pain. But the beauty in pain is that we can transmute it into love. Just because it was once pain doesn't mean it always has to be. And I find that this work is just so fascinating now because it opens me up to all these different notions and it opens me up to receiving messages from spaces that I never even thought was possible. And the other beautiful thing too, I had this realization today is I really took today to just play and and be present um, for almost the entire day, which I am working through behavioral patterns of, of me not typically doing a lot of that, but Today, I really was just present and it made me realize that not only has the pain in my life attributed to even more greater divine experiences, but the fascination is that I can receive messages without knowing the facts, without knowing the facts, without knowing where it came from or or what it means and writing it down and just knowing that it is true. I no longer worry about who's going to say what or what they think or what failure is going to happen on the other side of something. But I just have this unwavering faith and trust in in life and this experience. And it allows me to slow down. It allows me to not chase, keep up with the Joneses or chase this bigger brighter ideology I desire those things and I place those desires with the universe but I'm not worried about how fast they're going to show up anymore I know that they will show up I trust that and if not that particular vision something better because that's that's the belief that I've worked on that's the frequency that I'm in I just unwaveringly trust in everything that I receive and things that feel uncomfortable that I receive 
I know intuitively that I need to take a step back and either decompress it or look into it more. But when it comes to channeling these messages, when it comes to working more in depth with my energy, I know that I can apply this ability to absolutely anything that I do in this life and I can make it an incredible experience because that's what it's really all about. You are here to create an incredible experience. And if you find that you're being stuck in a space or an understanding or a perception where you take things very personally or you are worried about how other people are going to react emotionally or you put so much of your energy and attention into people to try and help them without ever receiving any form of balance, not like helping them with an expectation for them to do something in return, but just that, you know, you know those people who you just give and you give and you give and you give, whether it's advice or time or help, and they just, they just don't get it. It just, it doesn't stop and they keep coming back for more. Um, that's a, that's a sacral chakra imbalance, right? That's where you get to take a step back and, and really look at the perception, the, um, consciousness of that experience because it's now a reflection. When something happens to you over and over and over again, this is a reflection. This is like a mirroring where you get to take what's happening in your external reality and look at where the imbalance lies within. And it's just this ex beautiful experience. Truly, 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 truly. And if I can help everyone in the world know what I know, the reality that we would all live in would be nothing more, I shouldn't even say it that way, would be everything above and beyond pure, true love. Honestly, it's so fascinating. Um, yeah, I just kind of, my guides interrupt me, so I just want to hear if they have anything else that they want to share about this. Um, I didn't really touch too, too much on the martyr, mostly because I'm in a space where going into a negative energy is not, um, what I'm really available for anymore. Uh, and it shows up in the boundaries of the relationships that I hold in the conversations, which is really cool. But the martyring energy is, uh, is the opportunity for reflection. When you find that you're imbalanced, when you find that you're creatively stuck, when you find that you're, um, you know, you're having issues sexually, um, when you find that you're having issues with uh, controlling your emotions or always finding you're around very emotional people or always having very emotional conversations um, or experience in yourself or around others or other people having very sharp, quick uh, emotions, whether they're upset, um, angry, frustrated, all those different types of things, super happy though. Who doesn't want to be around the happy people? Um, but if that person who is super happy is triggering you, it's becoming too much. These are really beautiful indications of having an imbalanced sacral chakra because when you're in balance, when you're in your creative flow, when you're in your divine feminine, you are just this, you are just, you just be. 
you truly get to open up and perceive and you see everything from the light in which you live because your life is no longer this trip that you're trying to get to or win you're just there and you're just experiencing it and all of its divine and there's no one who crosses the line because your boundaries are so strong that you just lift up and you take off and you let go and you fly by the seat of your pants because you know you know that in some way shape or form you can trust and when you trust everything is simply just enough i knew my guides wanted to come in i gave them an opportunity when i paused there for a moment i asked what they wanted to share and then i invited them in so i think next week i'm just going to do a fully channeled message for you guys We'll see. We'll see what my guides want to share next week. All right. Nonetheless, I want to leave you with that today. I want to let you know that the three-day intuition challenge is still happening. It is July 13th to 15th. It is three days. It is going to be a full immersion of deep intuition training, uh, your absolute basics. But even if you know a lot about your intuition already, if you are a coach, if you are a wellness uh, instructor or coach, anything, anything like that, if you're a psychologist, if you are a doctor, if you are a nurse, and you want to be more in tapped with your energy and your intuition, this will not only help you as a person, but it will also move it will also help you to help your clients on a deeper level or even your patients or however that looks like for you. Even your friends and family. If you are none of those things, maybe you do something differently. It will just enhance your life so incredibly. And I'm going to be doing this on, yeah, so the 13th to the 15th. It's $33 Canadian to join. There's a private Facebook group. There is homework. But I really invo involve, I invite you to join if you are ready to make radical and deep transformative shifts in your life if you have an area of your life where you have felt stuck or blocked for quite some time and you are ready to take action you are ready to understand why on a deeper level i invite you then to come and join this course don't just join it because it's something that's coming up join it if it feels right to you if you're ready to take radical accountability for the way that you live your life and truly learn yourself on an even deeper level unlike you have ever before. I say it this way because I put out a lot of stuff where I have a lot of people join and I'm at this level now where I'm holding space for individuals who are truly 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 ready for change and if this for some reason is triggering you my guides are calling or asking me to acknowledge this I invite you to reflect on why the way that I'm saying this is triggering you. What about it is? Is there somewhere in your life where you aren't taking accountability but you know that you need to or you are truly ready to take more accountability for that? Um, and if you are someone who's listening to this who is very happy and pleased with their, your life, um, you know, maybe this, this training isn't necessarily for you, but if you are interested in really diving more into your intuition and, and understanding it on a deeper level, then like the, this training is for absolutely everyone. Whether you are in an advanced space of knowing intuition or you're just in the beginning stages, it's going to help you on so many, so many levels. So I'm really excited to do this and I will drop the link in the bio. You can also, or in the show notes, you can also find it uh, on Instagram at Riley June at my link in my bio or on Facebook if you're with, hanging out with me on either of those spaces. All right, 
Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to go out and find the magic in today. Sending you all the love. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with me in this week's episode. I would love and appreciate it so much if you could share this with one person that you truly feel could take away something great and divine. It is my absolute promise to always bring you the best of value, the deepest connections, and the insight and golden nuggets for you to be able to take away in your day. Reviews are always welcomed. And if you'd like to connect further with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Riley June, R-Y-L-E-E, June as in the month, or at RileyJune.ca. Either way, I love and appreciate you and your time.